0: I'll say, I'll say, I'll say. <laughs> Yeah,
1: how about you do Kevin Spacey impression?
0: <laughs> Isn't that how his voice goes? It's like, I do declare, I am not guilty of being a pedophile.
1: Well, he's not guilty, because guilty is a legal term. Okay, I okay, assume,
0: allegedly unguilty.
1: Of being a pedophile. Well, he also is an adult rapist, Did too. you
0: watch House of Cards?
1: No, oh. looks like shit.
0: I... I just always loved how. I mean, I guess everyone has like done this to death, but what? just the like turning to the camera and like, you see,
1: yeah, I'm, I'm turning the mic right now. You see, I actually do like getting my willy whacked <laughs> by the fellas, by homeboys.
0: I don't want to do. I don't really want to talk about House of Cards because it's like, what fucking year is it? Yeah, it's like, oh, have you heard my bit about uh... House of Cards? Orange is the New Black. It's like, yeah, okay, no one well, cares. Well,
1: check this out. Do
0: people still watch it? Is that still a show?
1: House of Cards is actually, it has fallen. The House of Cards has come tumbling down. Has it? Well, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, things are pretty bad for Kevin Spacey right ah,
0: now. Ah, that's what we call Joker's trick.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Kevin Spacey Joker?
0: Kevin Spacey Joker. Wow,
1: so serious. <laughs> I say, I say, ter- we live in a society. And he's like, you know what? I know how I got these scars. And he turns to the camera and he's like, I painted them all myself. <laughs> but we can keep that between you and me. He turns back he's like, Batman, uh, I did not kill that masseuse. <laughs> that masseuse died from being a liar.
0: Kevin Spacey would be a bad joker.
1: Yeah. Yeah, who would okay, be? Okay, uh, yeah. uh,
0: sorry, change, change of storyline. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um now this is no longer
0: no no longer a pedophile podcast this is jokers only
1: yeah that's what's called jokers only welcome to Steelers wheels <laughs> we got jokers on the left the right and center baby but, hey that's just called congress yeah <laughs> <laughs> but how about ed buck scarecrow I'm trying to think of other batman scarecrow? villains ed buck bane
0: wait scarecrow's
1: scarecrow's batman right that's- is it i don't
0: know oh, turn tower. your
1: phone off brace oh it's, uh, it's Kevin Spacey. <laughs> <laughs> How so?
0: Because he was never meant to be convicted.
1: Okay, yeah, well, so, yeah, I get where you're going with this. But I'm saying there is one place he can be convicted.
0: The court of public opinion?
1: Well, I'm speaking a little more specifically. That's right, baby. Knock, knock, knock. True or not is in session. (laughs) Oh, this is so stupid Uh. Yeah, and I declare him innocent. (laughs) (laughs) I say, I say, I do declare... Kevin say guilty. You can joke about this because you're not a 16-year-old boy, but I can't because he could get me at any time. Um, hello, welcome. To True Anon. The only podcast about House of Cards And the We're Joker. Welcome to Talking Joker. <laughs> Joker's trick. Yeah. Uh, you won't stop saying Joker's trick. I, <laughs> no, say. I
0: can't stop saying I think it's a meme.
1: Uh there has been so much tea spilled, Liz. Oh, by the way, I'm my name, of course, is Kevin Spacey. Oh, but also Kevin James, <laughs> uh, Kevin Bracey. Yeah, uh, this is my co-host, Liz, just Liz, and our co. Uh, co- pro- what's it? Producer uh, Young Chomsky. This chick on Hinge is like try to guess this about me, and her answer is my ethnicity. <laughs> that's uh, dude. That's that's the Joker's trick, right that's there.
0: That's a trap. You should just say race is a construct.
1: You should be like, isn't? Yeah, yeah. You should be like, <laughs> are you from dumb dumb bitch stance? <laughs> um okay so uh we got lots okay you said what
0: from the beginning just to rewind Mm-hmm. you said some tea has been
1: spilled so much there is there is i am i am sopping wet with tea <laughs> uh and scalded
0: i just snorted
1: um yeah i know we're not we're <laughs> supposed to do that after the show baby oh breeze she did just snort
0: uh, From laughter. So,
1: Kevin Spacey has been declared innocent via murder. Um, <laughs> Ed Buck has been declared guilty via murder. And uh, there is some... It's one of the most fucked up Epstein uh, news dumps I've ever been dumped on with.
0: <laughs> Gross. But yes, all of those things happened this week, and we're going to talk about them.
1: Yeah, so... Do First,
0: want to just- why don't we... Okay, let's start with Mr. Kevin Bracey. Now... Astute listeners, as I am fond to say.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you M- love saying that. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Well, I like to pat our listeners on the back. Yeah. Because they're the best and we love them. Mm. Um. They might recall Kevin Spacey. We've mentioned him a couple times. Uh, one, because he's, of course, in the flight logs on the plane with Bill Clinton and uh, obviously Mr. Jeffrey Epstein. Lolita Express Africa trip. Um, and he was accused of sexual assault last year, I believe.
1: Yeah, I think so. I think in twenty seventeen too. Uh, gosh, time flies. Time yeah. flies
0: when you're accusing people of sexual assault.
1: Yeah, it was in twenty seventeen.
0: Um, so he was accused, he got kinda like me too'd out of
1: Hollywood. Yeah, he got he, I think I think he got digitally like taken out of a movie he was supposed to be in. Which is such a baller move.
0: <laughs> um, and released an incredible video that we've mentioned.
1: Groundbreaking piece of art. And again, I'm sure there's not a single one of our listeners who hasn't watched it by now. But of course, check out Kevin Spacey, Let Me Be Frank.
0: Let Me Be Frank.
1: BAFTA award-winning video. Just incredible. It's it's fantastic.
0: Um, he... In which he kind of gives a very strange first-person monologue direct to the camera in the style of Frank Underwood.
1: hmm His character from House of Cards. From House of Cards.
0: Um, and is sipping possibly tea. I mean... From a Queen's centennial mug, royal centennial mug. Clearly a little nod to the royal family. Yeah. As he tells the viewer... Basically, keep your trap shut or I'm going to spill the tea, the tea that's in the mug,
1: on you. You know, it's interesting because the Queen's Centennial mug, actually, it said on it, keep calm and don't go to the police or I'll kill you. (laughs) So it's a little prescient there. I
0: hate those keep calm. That's not a thing anymore, is it? No.
1: I think all those secretaries have moved on. We should do keep calm and uh, no, we shouldn't do that. I can't even think of anything funny to say. There's nothing
0: funny to say. What are you, an Etsy store? I wish. Anyway.
1: More girls would like me. Mm.
0: Um, So that's Kevin Spacey. He also recently came back in the news. He did a like a a performance piece Mm -hmm. in the UK, right?
1: Yeah. Uh, No, it was in Greece. I want to say. Okay.
0: And it was like at a museum opening, and he did this very bizarre,
1: long,
0: very long, like like. Romantic, long, epic poem.
1: That I skipped almost entirely through. It
0: was like ten minutes. I don't want to watch that. Uh,
1: Yeah, I mean, we probably should because it's our show, but we don't. I don't have the time. Even so, I don't. He's not going to like admit to anything during the poem. It was
0: just very dramatic and very silly. So he's very strange. Anyway, yesterday, no, two days ago, no, three days ago, no. Wait, it doesn't matter because we don't know when you're listening to this. (laughs) Uh, Kevin Spacey's accuser. What happened to him, Brace? Uh Died. Yeah, he did.
1: Uh, yeah, he's he's no longer with us.
0: No longer with us, and even Carrier, Sir, Kevin Spacey's legal team, uh, released a statement prior to the victim's family or lawyers releasing a statement.
1: I, I believe the victim actually just started suing. Uh, no, it was about a year ago that the 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 victim uh, started suing. Kevin Spacey, he says that Kevin Spacey had forced him to grab his generals during mm-hmm. a massage session. Sounds a little Travolta-ish.
0: Yeah, sounds a lot of people-ish.
1: Yeah. Um, so. A little
0: Epstein-ish.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. I know. It's if anyone, listeners, if anyone ever asks you to give a massage to them or to get a massage with them, or even says, "I'm in school for massage therapy," that person should be in prison. <laughs>
0: To be clear, um, this is a different accuser than Mm -hmm. the one...
1: Anthony Rapp.
0: In Massachusetts, in Nantucket.
1: Well, it was Anthony Rapp, right? Yes. The child actor, well, no longer.
0: Yeah, those those, uh, charges were dropped.
1: In a very weird way.
0: Yeah, very strange. So this was the lawsuit by John Doe, who is the victim who is now recently deceased. Is
1: John Doe his real name? Yes, Bryce. <laughs> we we can cut that. Uh,
0: no, we're gonna keep that in. So this was in a. Uh, why, oh, for God's sakes!
1: Sorry, it's time for me to take out the trash, which we're doing by doing the show.
0: So Spacey's team released a statement saying that John Doe had died, and shortly after, John Doe's lawyer, Jeannie Harrison, sent a lengthy statement in response saying. It is true that Mr. Doe recently died. His untimely death was, to his family, a devastating shock that they are struggling to process and is so recent that they have not yet held his funeral service. Out of professional responsibility, we notified Spacey's counsel of Mr. Doe's passing. We explained our intent to allow his family more time to get past their immediate paralyzing grief and begin settling his affairs before we filed a death notice with the court. Spacey ignored our request for compassion and filed the notice yesterday without our consent.
1: That is that is cold.
0: Very strange.
1: Um, yeah. You remember from the last court case that this fucking freak, sick <laughs> motherfucker was in. Oh, my God, stop. The accuser was ordered to turn over a cell phone uh, as evidence, which mm. apparently had texts in it from Spacey to him, you know, probably something disgusting. Uh, and then he lost the cell phone, which sounds Whoops. to me like Kevin Spacey was like, "You should lose that cell phone, or I will kill you right. with a gun." Uh, allegedly, I think Kevin Spacey definitely mm. said that to him. Um, and it's 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 that's two for two for Kevin, right?
0: Two for two. Um, but silver lining, well, mm-hmm. not a silver lining, but something to take note of. Says from the lawyer, Jeannie Harrison. Mr. Doe was a dignified, kind, middle-aged man traumatized by Spacey's alleged sexually depraved attack. As a result of the case, other victims from around the world Mm -hmm. have reached out to our firm. Mr. Doe believed their harrowing stories, and in his final months, he looked forward to standing up for all of them. His fight for justice is still very much alive.
1: So... There's others, for sure. Victims
0: from around the world.
1: Maybe in Africa.
0: Maybe in England.
1: Uh Oh. So, remember, Spacey was on that plane on the Lolita Express with Clinton, and Chris Tucker, and Epstein. We don't need to mention Tucker. Yeah. It just feels very weird. It's strange. But uh, in Africa, doing, I think it was AIDS stuff, like AIDS charity stuff, Mm. uh, maybe he was spreading AIDS.
0: Well, oh,
1: sorry, I wish. I could.
0: Allegedly, allegedly, I don't like that. Uh,
1: yeah, I don't th- like. It's it's that is that makes that all the darker because if we know anything, it's that these people definitely love preying on people from the third world, right? Right. Um. Yeah. So.
0: So something to watch. Pretty crazy. Uh, clinky dink.
1: yes yeah. whoops died. I hate when that happens. Um, Uh, And we also don't know how they died yet, right? No. Yeah, that has not been released, which is a little strange. Yeah. So here is something from Crazy Days and Nights from 2012. Um,
0: Now, does everyone know Crazy Days and Nights?
1: Well, why don't you tell them?
0: Okay. We've talked about them before. Crazy Days and Nights is a... "Quote unquote" gossip site run by NT, Mm -hmm. an anonymous quote entertainment lawyer. Shout out NT if you're listening. Isn't
1: what is it? There like a actor that's rumored to be doing it too? There's a bunch
0: of that's not real. It's not real. No, they have a bunch of theories about like
1: how he gets this info.
0: Yeah, and I've heard some names about who are possible sources, but I'm not going to say on the pod. Yeah,
1: out of out of fidelity to our to our master. <laughs> I do love Enti.
0: Um same and I've been reading him for years. And yeah. in fact, I I don't know if I ever told you, but I once emailed him a hot tip when I lived in LA. Really? Yeah. It was about um I at a bar in Echo Park, Jennifer Lawrence was there mm-hmm. and she was really drunk. And she was talking to her guy friends and was just being really I don't know, should I tell this story?
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Um she she was being really crass and was like i haven't had sex in eight months and was Uh like kind of like whatever and her friend was like well we can get out of here and she's like i don't want any dick i want good dick or something like that oh
1: okay um
0: she's very cross
1: yeah did did do you think she still wants good dick (laughs) so here's a blind item no longer blind he actually you know, later, sometimes he updates blind items, telling people who they're right. f- about from 2012. You would never know it by looking at this used to be all all-mov- movie, all movie actor who is now on a fairly hit television show, but he is a sex crazed nympho. <laughs> the thing is, he only likes guys. He is one of those actors who never actually bothered to come out and say he's gay, but everyone just kind of assumes he is. There have never been any girlfriends and no one has, know- no one has ever come out and asked him about his sexuality. On a show, he plays a straight guy, and the rest of his roles seem to be more asexual than anything else. Anyways, here's where we get to the the meat of the matter. Uh, One of his most proud sexual conquests was taking the virginity of this former A-list tweener, which would be a tween actor. He did it at a basketball game. He never stops talking about that story, and now he had 15 minutes and made it happen. And he never spoke to that tweener again. Uh, So... He here skips skipping along later in it. Uh, one time he took the date away from this A list movie actress he had co starred with in a very big movie and then spent an hour in the bathroom. And then our actor brought him back out and said, I'm through with him, he's all yours again. So, to put that differently, he went up to his co uh, co worker, this other actress's boyfriend, took the boyfriend to the bathroom for an hour. And then came back and was like, oh, he's yours. Ugh. That's like, <clears throat> that's that's Kevin Spacey Joker shit right there. Mm-hmm. Well. well, How do you think I got these no. scars by sucking off you your know? boyfriend for an hour?
0: You know, it was so crazy, too. I just remembered when the Spacey allegations came out. Mm-hmm. And then he was like. I've been keeping a secret for so long. I'm gay. Yeah. Like that was such his a response.
1: Well now that's <laughs> like now that's like the classic move for anyone to do is just to be like, uh I actually there's also this other thing about me that like for some reason made me like make this person give me a hand job in nineteen ninety seven. Yeah. I mean it was obviously like a deflection, but it kinda worked. There's a lot of people out there who are like spacey innocent.
0: No, there aren't.
1: Uh, look at the comment section under any Kevin Spacey video. Yes, there are. Really? Yeah, there are a lot. There's this people. Is who, astroturfed.
0: I bet there's like a share blue, but for fucking. It, what if share blue? That's whoa. Clinton.
1: That share blue is a share blue for pedophiles. It's Clinton's thing. <laughs> it's run by David Brock. <gasps>
0: Ugh.
1: God. And what's that Imagine other guy? the, the shit. Motherfucker?
0: That David Brock has seen.
1: Oh, I mean, probably many and new Nira. children. Near, oh God. Nira, yeah, she's drank some blood before. Allegedly. So, speaking of <laughs> drinking blood, <laughs> I think we should move on to Ed Buck.
0: Ugh, God. So, Ed Buck is... Let's call him
1: an orbiter. Yeah, I keep seeing him referred to as a mega-donor.
0: Well, okay. this He's not formally Epstein-related. No. But he is Clinton-related.
1: Which... You know, seven degrees of Jeffrey Epstein. Earl That's Clinton's. pretty high up in the degree.
0: Right, right, right. He's also, you know, he's a big donor to Barack Obama.
1: The president? <laughs> Barack Obama? No, Barack Obama, the plumber. Yes, oh. the
0: president. Damn. And so much so that he got a coveted photo up on Air Force One. Yeah,
1: I am looking at this photo right now. Is and it in it photo? Yeah, they are, it's like there's a statue of Ball. And they're all on their knees, and there's like no. this blood everywhere. <laughs> this is sick. Air Force One is huge.
0: My oh, God. That's yeah. Not
1: so he, real. yeah, he's a, he's a, he's, he's also like uh, a busybody.
0: Yeah, kind of somewhat of a weird philanthropist.
1: And But like just in LA, I've been looking into, he is a type that many of you, I also, uh, for many people who don't know, I'm on the city council of San Francisco. No, you're not. And for anybody else who regularly attends city council meetings, you will be familiar with this type. The sort of uh, frail, kind of withered before his time, uh, skinny white guy. It is a, it is a type, who, a bit older, who has kind of a eh, demeanor to him. <laughs> Uh, like it's like it's the non-Jewish Jew to quote Isaac Deutscher, and just makes himself known on every issue, and eventually always runs for office, which Ed Buck himself did. I'm looking at his campaign page right now.
0: What did he run for?
1: He ran for city council of West Hollywood. Weho, 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 weho. No, only Wee-ho. you ho, Liz. No. I don't ho. Uh, yeah, he, <laughs> he ran for, uh, city council, uh, West Hollywood in 2007. He got, um, guess how many votes? Three. Uh, well, it has up <laughs> 1,373. Oh, well, that was close. It's actually about 10% of the vote. Uh, and he's listed his occupation as volunteer animal rescuer. So. That, no, that's gross. <laughs> If you think about what he actually did, let's. What did he do? Okay,
0: Leah. Let's. Well, let's back it up for a second. Yeah. Brace. Why are we talking about Ed Buck?
1: Ed Buck has been arrested.
0: Arrested. He's in the clink.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Why? Uh. Yet another dead black person was found in his house.
0: (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Um. He's, let's let uh, let's put emphasis on another.
1: Yeah, another one. That's what Ed Buck was saying to the corner. Uh, he was like, "Hey, I got another no. one." Yeah, actually. That's, so this
0: is the thing that's been, um, yeah, like we said, this is not the first time this has happened, where uh, bodies of young black gay men mm-hmm. have been found in Ed Buck's home mm-hmm. or. Discarded close to Ed Buck's home after drug overdoses. Yeah, and the police have looked into this before and declined to prosecute. Yeah, so this is a this is a shift here.
1: Yeah, so even even when I believe it was the last body found, uh, the police went into his home and found like lots and lots and lots of drug paraphernalia, and like it was clear kind of what operation he was running here. Still no charges, right? Yeah, And they even found the diary from one of these young men, um, uh, I believe Mr. Moore, who said about Ed Buck getting him addicted to drugs and giving him more and more, if it didn't hurt so bad, I'd kill myself, but I'll let Ed Buck do it for now.
0: So let's, okay, again, let's zoom out for a second. Yeah. This is a Democratic donor
1: mm-hmm.
0: affiliated with closely with the Clintons
1: mm-hmm.
0: with... Obama, but closer with the Clintons,
1: I would say. Yeah, of course.
0: Yeah. Who basically has been for years, Mm -hmm. has picked up a habit of picking up gay, black, sometimes homeless prostitutes, Mm -hmm. bringing them home with him, providing them with drugs, watching them shoot up or smoke meth. Mm Mm-hmm. To the point of killing them.
1: Yes. Several okay. times. And, or, or there was also been many other people who have just OD'd in his house and have made it.
0: But he has been, he was really providing these drugs.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Even to people who weren't, like, really into them to begin with, right? In fact, methamphetamine seems to actually be a kink for him. Methamphetamine itself.
0: Yeah. So, um... This is a quote from basically a mother of one of the victims who said he would supply heroin, meth, and other drugs to smoke or use with a needle. Buck would pleasure himself at the sight of my son using drugs. She asserted that her son's friends told her the bigger the cloud of smoke, the bigger reward from Buck, who, quote, would excitedly encourage her son to increase his dosage by saying, "More, more! I'll give you five hundred dollars more."
1: So, Mr. Buck, this is from the lawsuit uh, from one of the deceits relatives against uh, against Ed Buck. Mr. Buck, who alle- the alleged had a predatory and injurious system of soliciting black men and watching them cling to life while battling symptoms of methamphetamine toxicity after he intravenously administered large doses of the drug to him. So meth obviously is 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 part of some people's sex lives, right? This is beyond that. This is semi-necrophiliac, right?
0: Ugh, this I, is like really twisted.
1: Yeah, because obviously some people, like I was saying use meth as sort of like a sex aid so they can, you know, whatever, have sex longer or do different Mm, stuff or less inhibitions. Absolutely not. I'm a former methamphetamine addict myself. And while my penis did not work even a little bit when I was on meth, um, do not recommend it. It's not a safe drug to use. It's (sighs) very bad for your body. Um, But he got off what seems like on the OD itself.
0: Yeah. I mean, it seems like the entire... Like gratification was like derived from the person dying.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So it's like a predatory.
0: Death. I mean, this is like literal sociopathic. Yeah. Insane. This is completely insane. Yeah, and 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 it, it, there's, and there's, there's no a, way these are the only bodies.
1: There's a cool. There's a there's a, not a cool. There's a good way to look at it, which isn't that. You know, Ed Buck is this, you know, Democratic fundraiser, which he is, that like happens to be into this, you know, into black men and also happens to use drugs for them. And sometimes accidents happen. The best way to look at it is he's a serial killer. Yeah. Because that's the point of this. And there are actually rumored to be other bodies in Charlotte, North Carolina. Mm,
0: allegedly rumored.
1: Ale- well... That is yes. Uh, it is alleged that there right is a. Alleged,
0: alleging, alleging that
1: there are two other <laughs> deaths uh, that can be connected to Ed Buck. That happened about seven or eight years ago in Charlotte, North Carolina, at a hotel. But same, same demographic uh, of victim.
0: One thing I just want to return to really quick mm-hmm. is that line because I can't stop thinking about this. My brain is such a dark place right now, which is. Uh, The bigger the cloud of smoke, the bigger reward from Buck. And how much that reminds me of what we talked about on our last, on our Patreon episode this week, where we talked about how Ghislaine and Jeffrey would Mm. tell these young girls, the more you do, the more you make. Yeah. And referring to massages. So if you take off your top, you get paid more. If you take off... Rest of your clothes, you get paid more. If you touch yourself, you get paid more. If you touch him, you get paid more. And that the stakes increase along with the money. This is the depravity of the bourgeois mind. Yeah. And these two things are tied together intrinsically because it, it's the pushing of boundaries mm-hmm. of another person tied up with money, by the way. Yeah. To the point of killing them mm-hmm. for. This sick bourgeois pig's gratification.
1: And there's also, yeah, the the, the humiliation aspect of mm-hmm. it too. I mean, before, you know, none of these girls in Palm Beach obviously had, had given erotic massages before or had sex with no, no. 55 oh. year yes, old Yes, it's the transgression, before. it's built. Exactly. Yes, and, and, and like the, Gamma Moore's lawsuit I was reading from, he had never used methamphetamine before.
0: I don't think, I think a lot of these. Boys hadn't.
1: Yeah, and and I think that that part of what they want to do is they, they like think like oh, yeah like I can I can I can they're, corrupt they're, them they're, they're, and they're my sort of plaything, right? Exactly. They'll do what I say.
0: It's domination.
1: Yeah, and it's interesting that both of these men, of course, were liberals because I think a lot <laughs> of liberals think of themselves as like, well, I'm above that. Like I don't, you know, I'm I'm not, I don't treat people like dirt. I I think everyone's equal or whatever, but they don't.
0: I mean, I don't even think that has anything to do with it. I think it's just this idea of when you are that, you know, wealthy, when you conceive of yourself as yeah in a class above other humans, you don't see them as human. You see them as things for your pleasure, that you can buy, because you can buy anything.
1: Well, th- yeah, that's sort of what I was saying. It's like yeah. there, there's no difference between – it. there's no, like, ideological difference between, like, liberal and conservative or anything. It's about, like, if you have money, you see people as, yeah, as sort absolutely, of these subjects absolutely. that you can, you can do, whatever you want, do, do whatever you'd like with.
0: Yeah, and I bet, you know, honestly, I bet it's like, when, you know, I'm sure it didn't start this way, because it's like every – It's like you get bored by the first transgression. So you've got to like push past it even Mm -hmm. further. And then you add more money. And then you push past even further, and then you add more money. And it gets sicker and sicker and sicker.
1: Yeah, and I've been reading about some of this chem sex
0: stuff. Oh, God. I don't know. I might have to not. I'm going to tune out for this, but we should talk about it.
1: OK, well, why don't you do some chems? Wake right? up.
0: No, I so, don't do that. I'm going to have some kombucha, though. Chem, chem. sex.
1: She is drinking <laughs> a kombucha full of GHB. Um, chem sex <laughs> is using chemicals uh, during sex, right? It's mostly, like, a, a male-gay thing. Um, I mean, I, I, I remember, I've had, this has been around for a while, right? I mean, people have always used drugs around sex, you know? Um, sex, like drugs. That's the only way they can get sex, is if they have drugs. Uh, but chemsex is relatively, I think, recent-ish, especially in its popularity. It's known, I had always heard of it as called Party and Play, P&P for short. Uh, which is the act, I, and I, I believe this to be the case, of taking methamphetamine uh, while having sex. And I think it, uh, again, this has not been, anecdotally, this has not been the case for me. <laughs> but uh, I guess if your dick works a certain way or something, if you take meth, it will make it not finish or whatever. Mm. You can go for hours or days, even. And <sighs> and there was another... Who's got the time? Yeah. But the, 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 uh, yeah, or, or desire. Uh, there's a case in the UK that happened, uh, with a man named Stephen Port, who did basically the same thing, four deaths. Uh, they were, he was about an old, he was a little bit of an older man, I think similar to Ed Buck's age. And it was also, although not all Ed's victims were young, all this guy's victims were young, they were white. Uh, but he would take them over, or he would pay for them if they were prostitutes, and he would inject them full of methamphetamine, and they would die, and he would dump their bodies. And he was eventually caught. And it's a similar sort of thing.
0: Jesus Christ!
1: Yeah, uh, it's it's it's. Yeah, I've been getting deep into this. There, like, it it can be very, it can add to a sort of level of of danger uh, in some of these sex scenes uh, because meth psychosis is very real. And when you combine some, doing something like, uh, like a dangerous drug with sex where you know, you might be inclined to do something more than you normally would just out of desire or out of like, a desire for sex or a desire to fit in or, or just a not, desire not to say no, um, it can lead you down some pretty dangerous things. Like there's stories of people overdosing on GHB at a party and then just sort of being thrown in the trash can outside uh, to die. Uh, there, there, I read a pretty, pretty harrowing first person account actually in Buzzfeed, uh, about somebody who was relatively normal person, which a lot of these people are, this is not just like some people who only do this. This is like people that like, I know people who do this, um, who, you know, did it at a party six days later, you know, he's like walking into like a Manchester canal, um, and i think a lot of people i mean i'm a drug addict right like i know how to use drugs i used used to use drugs every single day for years intravenously and and for for me so i get what i'm doing i when i i know what i'm taking i mean for the most part but i think for a lot of people when it's just sort of something that's wrapped up in their sex lives it's they don't maybe get it as much uh and it's ripe for abuse for people like from people like ed buck
0: so just to pull back, Ed, so Ed Buck was arrested, yes, on Tuesday, not in connection with the dead bodies that were found in his house, mm. but um, that he was charged with battery, maintaining a drug house, just kind of okay, and administering methamphetamines. And so the charges stem from a 37-year-old man that Buck allegedly gave meth to, uh-huh. but. And caused a non-fatal overdose. So the police are apparently, supposedly, quote unquote, still investigating the bodies that were found at his house. Didn't get charged for that. Getting charged with a non-fatal overdose. So it's a real question about exactly what these charges are going to be. Yeah. If he's going to be able to post bail.
1: Um, Because he's a multimillionaire, right? Yeah. It's kind of unclear how he got his money, though.
0: Yeah, it's 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 very concerning that the stand-up famously stand up LAPD
1: Oh they've been doing stand up?
0: <laughs> Stupid uh, was not interested in basically prosecuting him for the death of two young men.
1: Yeah. Um, and, and, and like the numerous other 911 calls from other ones being like, Hey, I'm Odean at this guy's house. I read, a, there's, there's a pretty gross detail of one of his victims was trying to call 911 and he was stopping them from doing it. And by the way, California has a good Samaritan law. So if you call 911 when you're Odean uh, or someone you call 911 when someone is Odean uh, I believe you can't get arrested. Mm. Um, so it's, you yeah, know, the, the reason he's doing that is not, uh, because he's afraid that he'll get busted for a little bit of crystal.
0: Yeah, so I guess uh, activists in WeHo in particular have been basically (laughs) trying to get Ed Buck arrested for a really long time um, and basically investigating this sort of, like, predatory... That there's, you know, a, a larger culture around the kind of predatory abuse of homeless gay teens, basically, and the kind of, like... You know, drug drug culture, this chem sex mm-hmm. stuff you're talking about, weird kind of race play with older men. Yes, yes, and that it's part of a larger sort of sick social scene.
1: Yeah, I, I, it's it's the racial aspect of this, of course, not lost. Yeah, to anyone. Um, and it's God only knows what is in Ed Buck's heart. But I don't think he's doing this out of a deep and abiding love for African brothers and sisters. No.
0: So, you know, it's a case to keep your eyes on. Um, it's pretty dark, but definitely, um, you know, I think a lot of people have been kind of waiting for this to happen, for, for yeah. Ed Buck to be arrested, including a lot of questionable actors on the right Yeah. because of his ties to Hillary Clinton. Mm-hmm. But we are nonpartisan here.
1: Yeah. I want they Ed want Buck, them all taken down. Yeah. I want Ed Buck to go down because I hate drug dens. Yes. Uh, but yeah, no, they're all, I mean, all these fucking sickos. They're all going down. Yeah. By one of our insane fans <laughs> with a twenty-two rifle. Uh,
0: allegedly don't do
1: that. Many actually. rounds. In no. It, not California legal. <laughs> has the pistol grip when he's being transferred from his cell to the courthouse. Okay, come
0: on. <laughs> Let's just
1: On September thirty first. No. <laughs> <laughs> so Ed Bucks
0: Oh are we still talking about him?
1: I mean I just want to say this to um, you. I don't uh, I, I think Ed think Bucks we're done
0: talking about him.
1: I was well, I was reading okay. Oh no, go on. I was reading his uh, like Ballotopedia page and I have his um, I have his platform. He was on the Save West Hollywood campaign slate, and I regret to inform you that much like myself, Ed Buck is a NIMBY. <laughs> uh, protect renters' homes from demolition. Stop mega development. Preserve our neighborhoods. Save our urban village. Something I don't care about. I despise villages. Uh, <laughs> restore your voice in the city's future something I also don't care about either it's your voice doesn't what's that mean my voice is what matters and take down the for sale sign at City Hall I also am confused as why they were selling West Hollywood City Hall because you know West Hollywood it's its own city yeah I do know that Uh, which is you know take whatever that means it's all
0: um
1: but anyways, yeah. Sounds like a good guy. Yeah. Well. Um, oh, just kidding, We're talking about Ed Buck, not Kevin Spacey.
0: I'm kidding. That's uh, terrible.
1: So now down to Little St. James Island part of our podcast. <laughs> to talk about the one and only Jeffrey Epstein. Franzack Epstein. Oh. And one of the most batshit articles to have come out since his murder at the hands
0: this is it's so good so it's, when we recorded last it was like the day it came out so we didn't get to it yet so maybe some some severe upheads might, I've probably already read this
1: but it wasn't it wasn't one of the ones that made a big splash
0: it didn't actually which no, is kind of weird it wasn't
1: written by some fucking 23 year old ex blogger writing for the fucking cut i'm just kidding that, that those cut articles are pretty good just kidding do you know who it was been. written by Edward J. Epstein, no relation. Oh, my God.
0: (laughs) No relation.
1: Yeah, it is. It Actually, he's not a relation.
0: Which is just so funny. Okay, so the article we're talking about is called My Tea with Jeffrey Epstein. A tale of mysterious airline upgrades, bounce checks, and a fembot named sophia
1: so i want to be clear a fembot is this is a misuse of fembot
0: i think so too i you know i did i was
1: gonna say so have big ass titties
0: well it's also just that's not no fembot is like austin powers can you do austin powers
1: do I uh (laughs) would you come on this airplane with me baby would you yeah have you been austin powers for halloween Literally, I, I, I alternate every year, and this isn't a joke, between Austin Powers one year, Dracula the next, and the only difference is that I put white face makeup on for Dracula.
0: You would be a cute Nixon.
1: What? Liz? <laughs> what? A Nixon? Yeah. That's a good... That's How a good, could I do Nixon? Oh, oh. Uh, I am... <laughs> I don't even, I can't think of a... Joke there, but I'm not a crook. Uh, I don't
0: know, it just came to me.
1: I'd love to break into the hotel of your pussy.
0: No, it's race.
1: Do I make you horny, Khmer Rouge? Did <laughs> <What laughs> <if laughs> I bomb I- your capital, <laughs> Prince Sihanouk? Did I, baby? Um, All right, sorry, Halloween, how
0: is we- how- 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 Eve is coming up.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna go as Liz.
0: No, you're not.
1: Yeah, you're right. So Jeffrey Epstein was interviewed or had tea and many interactions with this other Epstein. (laughs) Yeah, Epstein squared. We finally have. This is an
0: Epstein on Epstein. Exactly.
1: Looks like we got an Epstein train, boys. (laughs) Choo-choo. Yeah, so... I Where to begin with this?
0: Oh, my God. It's so funny. What so, the
1: fuck is airmail.news, by the way? <laughs> I've literally never heard of this website.
0: I know, but I think it's funny. They make the whole article look like it's Vanity Fair, but it's literally airmail.news.
1: Yeah. It's for the world traveler.
0: Well, it does seem very um, hoity-toity. hmm So he first meets him. I just, all these names are so hilarious. Jeffrey Epstein was only a would-be master of the universe when I first met him in 1987 at movie producer Coco Brown's annual Halloween party in New York. I was standing with Isabel Goldsmith, the eldest daughter of the financier Jimmy Goldsmith, when Epstein and his brother Mark joined us. A surfeit of Epstein's. Isabel remarked, Like, what the fuck is this? This is so...
1: A surfeit... I've, li- I've never actually even heard the word surfeit pronounced out loud. When do people say that?
0: Well, when there's lots of Epsteins, I guess.
1: Yeah, that's true. So,
0: what's, so it's funny. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. We've heard Jimmy Goldsmith's name mentioned previously. Uh-huh. By someone else. Me- they also met Epstein... Uh, Piver. yeah,
1: Stuart Piver did. Yeah, Jimmy Gold... Is he Jewish? Yes. Don't take this the wrong way, listeners. It's 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 Jimmy Goldsmith, by the way, not Goldstein, Liz. I didn't, D-
0: did
1: you say Goldstein? No,
0: I said Goldsmith.
1: Oh, uh, maybe I just thought Goldstein in my head. <laughs> That's why I was asking <laughs> if he was Jewish. Did I say uh, We're going to have to play that tape back later.
0: Jimmy Goldsmith.
1: Perhaps a little uh, slip there. Yeah, this is insane.
0: So further down... Uh, They're talking, and uh, Epstein explains his business. He says, I'm sort of a financial bounty hunter. So this is in 1987. I'm sort of a financial bounty hunter, he said, with a big, I know more than you grin, that rarely left his face throughout our tea. He explained that he hunted down hidden money for a fee. He described the convoluted network of hiding money in Andorra, Fiji, Gibraltar, and the Cayman Islands in such vivid detail that I thought he might be in business of hiding as well as finding it. He dropped so many names in the realm of money machinations, such as Adnan Khashoggi, Aristotle Anasis, and Sheikh Zayed bin Sultan Al Nahyan. Oh, good job. That his stories, though intriguing, didn't quite add. So, this is interesting. So, 87. So, this is after he's at Bear Stearns. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. after. Yeah.
0: So, we have heard these names before Khashoggi, certainly Onassis. Mm hmm. And so we,
1: for our listeners who don't know who Aristotle Onassis is,
0: oh, please go ahead. Jackie's
1: husband. Yes. So, you remember how JFK was a president? His wife, fucking dime piece, Jackie <laughs> Kennedy, JFK, pow. He gets fucking someone someone takes out the takes out the fucking thing, gets him down, <laughs> he's out. Jackie's like, Oh no, I gotta get uh, some dick uh, goes over to Greece, meets a shipping tycoon, Aristotle, not a is that a Greek I guess that is a Greek name, famously so. Don't name
0: your kid Aristotle.
1: Uh, yeah, don't name your kid Aristotle. That's a
0: weird kid name. Yeah. This is my baby, Aristotle.
1: It's yeah. Awful. Well, at this point, he's an adult because he's having sex.
0: I know, but I'm just saying, at one point, he was a baby.
1: Yeah, true. I love to think about that when I'm having sex.
0: <laughs> no, I just love <laughs> thinking about that when I meet people. Like, this is my baby, Linda. That's just very strange.
1: Yeah, I know. Yeah, that is weird. Be like, hey, this is my child, Maude.
0: Well, that's like kind, kind of, of chic now. That is
1: that is chic now. But it
0: is funny when it's kind of like, you know, this is my baby, Gary.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, Gar- G- Gary short for Gerald. <laughs> brace
0: Harold Gerald. Brace
1: is a good, good one for a baby out there. <laughs> Anyone who's who's pregnant, going to pop soon, you haven't picked a name. Okay, back it's to this ethnic. Piece. Any ethnicity, brace. <laughs> uh, yeah. He, uh, Aristotle Onassis is Jackie Onassis' husband, Jackie, former Jackie Kennedy.
0: Yeah. So, Uh, but, um, also I just want to point that Adnan Khashoggi was also famous for being a bit of a mm, financial bounty hunter.
1: Yeah. And like a arms dealer.
0: Arms dealer, money dealer. All sorts. Lots of of dealers. And dealer's
1: Aristotle, choice. Aristotle, of course, shipping magnet. Uh, if you do shipping, you're basically a criminal. Like, that's that's how it works.
0: Yeah, so there's a whole... Yeah, so you got a whole lot of interesting folks.
1: And and the weird thing is, though, is financial bounty hunter. That is such a strange way, th- way to describe yourself. So
0: I feel like I remember reading a piece, too, where Epstein said the same yes, thing. Yes, he often and he, bragged about it back yeah, then. Yeah, and he mentioned in Africa... Yeah. Which is hilarious because it's like, what are you recovering? Like what we gave them?
1: Yeah. Like, are you going to the Blood Diamond Mine to be like, uh, De Beers? Are you, taking,
0: are you taking all the money back from yeah.
1: friggin' military? The IMF comes in and like, <laughs> hey, uh, let's fuck your shit up. And people are like, please no, but we have to. And then he's like, oh, actually you guys owe me money too.
0: Yeah, it's like Jeffrey Epstein yeah. rolls in. Like, Just I-
1: kill him. <laughs> uh, well, I guess someone eventually did. Yeah, it seems like bullshit to me. It reminds me of a series of murder, or excuse me, mysteries I used to read uh, by John D. McDonald, where the, the guy was a bit of a financial bounty hunter himself, mm. Travis McGee. So he is much like Travis McGee, Mr. Uh, I
0: mean, I believe it. Th- this author, the other Epstein.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, this other character.
0: Yeah. I, I don't trust this Epstein, but I do trust our Jeffrey. Yes. I think that, um, I believe it. I could see this happening.
1: So, uh, Epstein uh, is a theme in this article, or something that's mentioned rather several times. Uh, is that Epstein has the ability to upgrade this guy's flight to first class?
0: Yeah, but it's a, they focus on this for so much. It's so funny. It's like he basically like had a bunch of stickers because I guess back in the eighties, you you know, you could just walk onto a plane without a ticket, basically. Yeah. But they would just put a sticker on and your ticket. And guns and shit. Yeah, you could do whatever you wanted.
1: Anybody who didn't hijack a plane between, like, the years 1920 and, like, 1991? Nine. About <laughs> nine, I guess, maybe 2001, was a fucking mark, dude. You could literally just bring whatever you wanted on there.
0: Remember the smoking section on airplanes?
1: Uh, I mean, I don't
0: because I wasn't...
1: Yeah. around then. Yes. Uh, I've seen it
0: in the movies.
1: Yeah, I still I, that's why I bought the Jewel in the first place so I could so I could blast Jewel on planes. Like um, you fucking losers, you have to grip your fucking what are they called? The things that you rest your hands on, armrests.
0: Okay, back to the article. So, but so the whole thing is that he just had a round of stickers and he would just put a first class sticker on your ticket and then the ticket person would be like I guess you have a first class ticket. I mean, it's not. It doesn't take a genius. The
1: reason that he put this in the article is to sort of be like Epstein is a fraud, right? Cause yeah, it's this like, is
0: kind of a catch me if you can sort of vibe.
1: To like, this whole oh, thing. looks like he was actually doing it this back way. Yeah, uh, I want to say that the model in the Tom Ford ad that appears in this article. I'm not <laughs> sure if you're seeing the same one. She is wearing a Cat Williams uh, fuzzy. <laughs> Like cowboy hat. And I'm not sure, I'm not sure what Tom, isn't Tom Ford itself a modeling agency?
0: No, Tom Ford is a designer.
1: Oh, uh, well, Tom Ford is obviously designing and modeling their hats, his or her hats, on Cat Williams, because this is absolutely Cat Williams' outfit, this whole, Bruce, whole the way down. Please
0: don't comment on fashion.
1: Listen, you know about fashion, I know about Cat Williams, all right? <laughs> this is some Cat Williams shit. I wish Cat Williams could, Wish he would have fucking. I wish he could give you the what for.
0: Jimmy Goldsmith warned me to be careful with Epstein. It was advice I stupidly did not immediately heed. Whoa. I hate the tone of this whole thing. I yeah, this is funny. bitch
1: writing. If you write like this, you're a fucking, like, you, I don't I'm sorry. This is like, uh, 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 this writing is like how <laughs> J. Robinson looks. So
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So um, lots of stuff about the first class tickets. He's very concerned about that. Then it sort of gets in, this gets a little interesting. He kind of seems to insinuate that Epstein was running a Ponzi scheme.
1: Yeah. Well, which was, which came out a lot when Epstein, then Epstein sort of rebroke in the news is that people were like, how did he get his money? How did he get his money? You and I know that he got his money from the United States government for the purposes of entrapping famous people uh, and uh, getting pictures of them with children. Running guns. Running. Whatever. Yeah. Rich, because he's white. He thinks he's white Khashoggi. Bitch, I'm White Khashoggi. <laughs> <laughs> Feel, feeling like White Khashoggi. <laughs> um, yeah, he. Uh, yeah, this guy seems to be like, oh, well, he he was actually tricking people. The whole thing of this article is that that Epstein was basically a con man.
0: Yeah, that he was basically stealing money. So he says that someone from Simon and Schuster told him that he had given Epstein seventy thousand dollars to invest in a deal to take over a chem- some chemical company. That's not that got, much sent, money. Sent the money. Well, in the eighty-eight,
1: it's a good amount of money. Yeah. Don't use a racist number to me again. But yeah.
0: <laughs> um, Epstein stops returning his calls. Basically, walks out with the money. You know, this is not the first one. He talks about. He says Vera Wang's father also got swindled. Who? Vera Wang is a fashion designer. Her father, who's an investor, some insurance companies also got swindled. So, so
1: far, I see no crime. <laughs> let, me be perf- let me be perfectly clear. I'm not sure let, that's Let imitating. me be frank. Let me be frank. Stealing is fine. Once when I was in a, a, let's say, a rehabilitation facility, they gave me a battery of psychological tests. And then one of the questions was, is stealing okay? Which was just yes or no. I answered yes. And they gave me the uh, diagnosis of antisocial personality disorder because of that.
0: So... This Epstein falls out with our Epstein.
1: Yeah. Who, by the way, wrote a book called Deception, The Invisible War Between the KGB and the CIA.
0: Yeah. Um, let's talk about Limited Hangout. Yeah. So he says, in early 1989, unable to come up with a better subject. hmm I wrote my, quote, Wall Street Babylon column. Apparently, this is a famous thing. About Epstein. Whom I didn't identify by name because he refused to speak to the fact checker from Manhattan Inc. also sort of like, Inc. 80s was the sounding. name
1: of the magazine or whatever. Yeah, I think it's it's
0: all very like, I don't know. It's all it's, of these
1: things have just been lost to the winds of time. I know. Nobody I, remembers Manhattan so Inc. Yeah.
0: I love it. Like I know. Like details. I miss details.
1: What's details?
0: Like old school details. Remember, John John was editor.
1: I don't know okay. that John John the Kennedy.
0: Yeah. What was the oh. details?
1: I think he was doing or was it Esquire? No, he did his own magazine, George. John Jr. Women don't know shit about John John. John John was a pimp. Women John Yeah, you are a of <laughs> a th- 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 Liz. John John would never stoop to edit someone else's magazine.
0: No, he The guy so was nice. George, but there was
1: mm-hmm. maybe it was just
0: a cover piece That's that was the
1: sound detailed. of me being correct.
0: Okay. Its thesis of the column was that the takeover game had become so lucrative that even small guys who had their power breakfasts at the Regency Deli instead of the Regency Hotel, I mean, who, who knows what any of this means, could play. So this is all about, uh, basically he writes a column, not naming Epstein, but kind of exposing a little insight into some of his kind this of...
1: corporate mercenary stuff. S- schemes Yeah, his piratry of the boardroom. Yes.
0: And that's when Epstein stopped speaking to this Epstein.
1: Well, yeah, because you call him small fry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he mentions, of course, more Ponzi schemes and he kind of connects to him. Uh,
0: so then he says that he had a corporate detective, corporate detective. Mm-hmm. So this is a hired hand. Uh, contacts him in 1996. They were doing discreet investigations into Epstein's background. That's a very little interesting tidbit.
1: Yeah. I know. I would love to talk to Jules Kroll, who is probably dead because I haven't Googled him yet.
0: He told me that uh, a board member of Les Wexner's company was concerned about Epstein's influence over Wexner. They had already determined that Epstein had dropped out of college, worked as a roofer in Brooklyn... So I hadn't heard that yet. Uh-huh. Faked his resume to get a teaching job at Dalton, the private school on New York's Upper East Side. This did not come as a total shock, even though Epstein had told me he had a degree in nuclear science.
1: Epstein loved saying that shit. It rules.
0: This is the line that I love, too. Because I had always assumed that, like Jay Gatsby, he had invented himself. Jay Gatsby? My man is not Gatsby.
1: Oh, my God. I just remember where – yeah, Jules Kroll. I have heard this name before. They were in charge of security at the World Trade Center. What? Yeah. Uh, The managing director of Kroll at the time was Jerome H. Hauer, who ran Mayor Rudy Giuliani's Office of Emergency Management from 96 to 2000. He is the key individual that pushed for this office to be placed in Silverstein's W.Trader Trade Center, Building 7. I think this is an anti- Semitic article I'm reading, but it doesn't. That's probably <laughs> still true. Uh, yeah. So Kroll was in charge of security.
0: Uh, that's weird. Yeah,
1: in charge of security on Building Seven too. What do you think happened to Building? 7? We're seven? not
0: doing that yet. Okay. We're not. Gonna. But
1: we will do that. Maybe. Okay, because I yeah I yeah okay. Maybe
0: we can have the Chopo boys on and do a whole
1: Building Seven
0: just 9/11 episode.
1: Yeah. Sorry to distract so much. I just, that was an important tidbit that needed to get out there. Yeah. Back to airmail.
0: I mean, this article is very long. I will say that um, a lot of people focused on this little tidbit. I didn't find this particularly interesting. But, so he sees him again in 2013. Uh, He was contacted by Jeffrey because... This Epstein wrote an article in the New York Review Books on Nabokov and Epstein wanted to discuss it with him. He uh it says Epstein came in accompanied by Svetlana, another of his assistants. She was almost as tall as Jennifer, so two assistants. Then a third assistant came in the room, Leslie. As I would learn, he had no shortage of comely female assistants. Leslie served tea and left with Jennifer. Epstein, wearing a tracksuit, good look, sat mm-hmm. at the head of the table. Except for his gray hair, he looked very much the same as he, the last time I saw him in 1989. He began the conversation by saying that Nabokov was was his favorite writer, and he kept a copy of Lolita next to his bed on his and on his plane. He wanted to know what the author was like. Uh, I, you know, blah 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 blah. Uh, okay, so.
1: Wait, are you telling me that this child molester liked the book Lolita? I mean... It's almost like he's trying to tell us something. I also, this motherfucker could just be making this up.
0: I know. I'm like... This is a little too on the li- nose. I and get
1: a little bit of a lie for this. Yeah. The way more interesting stuff comes later, but...
0: But yeah, I'm just like... I don't... This the entire... This like reading of like basically Lolita being a novel for just like perverts is so pedestrian mm-hmm. that I pedestrian,
1: <laughs> Sorry.
0: No, it is. It's 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 terrible. I, I've it... never read it, but Okay. Well it's completely sophomoric and it you know the idea that this is that's what this novel is about is ridiculous.
1: Yeah. What's it about?
0: Alright. We're not doing that.
1: We're not doing that. Oh I'm not fucking talking about <laughs> like literary criticism. <laughs> he also talks about of course that he's inventing a robot that can't fuck but can take out old people i'm sorry what yeah sorry wait wait Let's go back to that part. Yeah, a robot can't give no pussy. Oh no. Oh, you want okay. So he told me his main interest was cutting edge <laughs> artificial is. intelligence. He said that he was funding a group in Hong Kong. Funding a group in Hong Kong, huh? Yeah. Yeah, that's a little uh, throwback to right now.
0: Well, we know there was a there was a news article, a news piece item about that. Actually, what? the AI firm that he was funding in Hong Kong.
1: Uh huh. It's true. Oh, I was talking about the protests. You and I have been funding these.
0: Oh, yeah, sure.
1: Of course. So the Patreon money is going entirely to fund people to riot in Hong Kong. Yes. Uh, So, yeah, he was trying to make, they were trying to make the world's smartest robot, which obviously if you're making a robot, you try to make the world's smartest one. It's kind of a (laughs) no-brainer right there. But
0: this is my favorite part.
1: That would have more empathy than a woman. (laughs) Extremely low bar there. Hey. Yes. So he said one problem his robot team had was simulating the feel of human skin.
0: That is such a creepy sentence.
1: Yeah. Just use human skin from dead people. No.
0: just like, I just want to repeat that simulating the feel of human skin.
1: There are so many people out there probably listening to this podcast or other podcasts, but they're definitely podcast listeners that would like nothing more than a robot with empathy that had human skin.
0: What does more empathy than a woman mean? I just
1: dog <laughs> <What is this? laughs> cat even fish probably uh, you're rats. such
0: a jerk
1: men uh, all right shut it down yeah yeah that's what I keep saying about women or especially this woman robot we don't need more women I don't know what this guy's <laughs> talking about there's so many already there's like most people are women.
0: I do like this. His theory was that advances in medicine and biotechnology would result in an increasingly large population of centarians.
1: Oh, I see what you're going with this. There's going to be a lot of old people or people who that maybe would need assistance. live forever. Mm. That would need us. Sen- oh, interesting. At, at certain, yeah. Points, I don't
0: but- think that. I don't think that Jeffrey is like. Oh, in our post-work Falk society, we're going to need robots to take care of old people.
1: Yeah, Jeffrey's definitely more of a Morning Star guy. <laughs> uh, he's not. He's not a Novara fella. Um, yeah, which is funny because at some point Epstein got black pilled and was like, "Everyone's going to die. I need to impregnate twenty young girls a day." <laughs> like this was still when Epstein was like, "This is like." He's like shingy here still. Like, he's full of hope. He knows that technology is going to save the future. And then, like, you know, 10 years later, he's full on Liz Franzak, Like, the world is going to die.
0: What? I'm not black-pilled.
1: Uh, yeah. All right. We already established you're black-pilled. You're red. True. We're together, we make the dumb anarchy flag.
0: <laughs> no, I... have. I am, if I would, I am not an anarchist. You're
1: right. The black stands for fascist. (laughs) Um, So, yeah. No. uh, He, like, definitely, it was, he doesn't really say what the 24-hour assistance would entail, but it definitely means the robot would be sucking you off 24 hours a day.
0: This is like pedophile jobs guarantee.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, there is those. There are those people who think that we should like cure pedophilia by making like robots for pedophiles. That's basically. not a cure. Okay. Well, yeah. This
0: is not okay. No, no, no.
1: Uh-huh. So
0: you know, I'm. I don't believe in sex robots.
1: Yeah, I did. I know that. I don't know if the subject has come up, but I could. <laughs> that's like just uh, by context, I would assume you wouldn't. But yeah, I, I, you don't believe in sex robots.
0: Well, I just think that you know we, as a society, uh
1: huh. We do live in one.
0: Yes. I mean I have a real problem with if we're going to invent consciousness basically that we're literally using it to create women to enslave and rape. Yeah. So I have a real problem with that.
1: Coochie consciousness. Yeah, I yeah, I that's okay. I see what you're saying. What if they're not conscious though? What if it's just like that's a, not
0: what AI is.
1: Well, what if it's not an AI one? Like, what if it's just no? Stupid? If
0: we're creating humans for the express purpose of having slaves, yeah. like I think we need to sit with that and think through that.
1: People have been thinking through that like since science fiction was invented. Have you seen the Matrix? Yeah, no, that's what the Matrix obviously, is. Obviously, I mean, I robot. Have
0: you seen the Animatrix?
1: Okay, you guys. Just because being... you're like science fiction, stupid, doesn't mean it actually is stupid, Liz. Have you seen the Matrix Reloaded. You seen, yeah, okay. Well, I think. You guys well, are
0: being really fucking big jerks right now.
1: You don't think that sex robots can be real?
0: Have you seen the Matrix Revolutions?
1: Uh, wh- wh- I'm trying to
0: make a point about like everyone is pushing for AI and robots, and yeah. everyone thinks it's going to be a great. I think it's I, a it's a thing that it's a, it's a thing that's just happening, and this conversation is not happening.
1: Yeah, I I agree with that. I think that a lot of people think it's a inevitable. Or be that it should happen because, like, look at the way they're framing it. If that we don't have sex robots, there's gonna be more mass shooters. I've seen it framed as like this is the solution to like incel whatever, which like. is
0: obscene.
1: Oh, absolutely. It's the solution isn't that like it, it's make probably more sense to destroy the internet than to like to make <laughs> sex robots.
0: Yeah, I mean, I did like, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I'm basically a luddite. Yeah. But also, you know, incels and these are, these are symptoms of a sick society Yeah, that you cannot bandaid with tech, more alienating technology.
1: Yeah. Well, isn't it something like 25% of people like don't have more than three close friends or something like that? Or even it's yeah, like it's higher? Yeah, it's awful. I mean, and, and the solution to that is obviously eventually going to be, well, now you have like a real robot friend. I made that's this movie horif-
0: her. that's horrible <laughs> Yeah yeah,
1: yeah. This not a society that but Look at the people making this stuff it's Jeffrey Epstein and we talk like we've talked about how like, No it's
0: also it's also fucking sex dorks in our backyard
1: That is the point I'm making is that all of those fucking guys it's a spectrum of Epstein right because they are mm. think about what they're doing The, Eps, the Ep- Epstein spectrum, spectrum. Uh, Yeah Like me, I'm on the spectrum. No, you're not. Not the Epstein one. Uh, (laughs) I'm not telling you which spectrum I'm on. Uh, Yeah, but like these people, because like if we're going by what you were saying earlier, which I'm, I, I, I'm sympathetic to, and they're trying to create robot sex slaves that they can rape all day, then what makes them any different than Jeffrey Epstein, except they haven't had the opportunity to rape the thing that they want to rape yet? Yeah. So what I'm saying is that we need to put all of these people in prison.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And uh, maybe we need to just ban the technology.
1: Yeah. No one talks about that. They always say we must go forward. I'm not sure how having some fucking 15-year-old in Ohio who's never had more than three fucking sentence conversations with another person their own age, a sex robot to rape all day, is moving forward.
0: Yeah. Also, I've got, even if it is moving forward, then I've got some questions about progress.
1: Yeah. Me too. If they all people like Liz Franzak to have a podcast, hey. I have some questions about progress. Hey, progress. <laughs> Got some questions. Yeah. Uh, can we please take away women's right to vote?
0: All right. So <laughs> I don't really want to talk about this article anymore because now we just went on that tangent.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm. You know what? I'm through. I'm going to fucking, no. I'm going to go <laughs> fuck my sex robot.
0: No. She'll listen to me. Um, There was a funny bit in the article about, Uh uh, we did get our first little mention of someone I've been waiting for. We did? Mohammed bin Salman. Oh, yes. Well,
1: Mohammed bin Salman's been mentioned a few times. No. Oh, yes. No.
0: This was one of the first times that his name showed up, and I did get a little, like, for clumps.
1: You, she did. I saw Goosebumps, the size I've of the I've been pimples. waiting, you
0: guys. I've been waiting for Mr. MBS.
1: Uh uh-huh. I knew it, a- <sighs> knew it was
0: coming. Knew it was coming. So um I for one believe there are bigger ties here between
1: certain well, I mean his flight, didn't he go to Riyadh? Like the right before yes. the Wasn't election? he
0: looking at property, buying property in Riyadh?
1: Didn't a passport that he had in his safe list his place of residence as Saudi Arabia? Uh, it did our
0: good friends and allies Saudi Arabia who are just so Terribly attacked. Did you hear it, Brace?
1: I did. It was their (laughs) 9-11. Their second 9-11. Yeah, sticking your nose where it doesn't belong.
0: I wish. It's actually, do you think it's kind of their third 9-11? Because they did threaten to 9-11 Canada.
1: That's what I was making reference to. Sticking. They posted a meme. Or not a meme. It was just a picture of a plane about to hit that stupid fucking tower in Canada. It said, sticking your nose where it doesn't belong. (laughs) So good. It's they were like, this so is an big. Arabic saying. I'm like, this Maybe is not... Maybe they had
0: already seen the blackface photo or the or the brownface photo. He
1: was dressed uh, as... He was a- in genie face. Yeah, which I thought was... There's like three more that have come out since then, too.
0: <laughs> Wasn't his defense just like, I'm really into costumes? Yeah,
1: which in his in fairness, he it's is like really a- into costumes. It's like not
0: a bad defense, I'm
1: just going to say. Yeah.
0: It's way better than like, I was in the KKK. Well,
1: someone someone explained it to me earlier where he like... He it's like possibly Fidel Castro's son. So, technically, if he does brown face, it's
0: wait, okay. Trudeau.
1: Yeah, he's Fidel Castro's son. Maybe it's like the same way that like Ronan Farrell might be uh, uh, what's that? Fu- the Dean Martin's friend, Frank Sinatra's son. <laughs> I couldn't remember his name. <laughs>
0: Dean Martin's friend, <laughs> yeah, oh, Frank's
1: God. son. Uh, he's not as good at singer as Dean Martin. So, uh, yeah, he could be. Yeah, he he absolutely could. He look at him. And also Trudeau's mother fucked like no one else. She ran away with Mick Jagger for like months while her husband was premier or president or whatever they call it. Prime minister? Yeah. Prime minister, which come on, give me a break of Canada. But she like, she fucked her way through North America, South America, Europe, probably not Eastern Europe, (laughs) other parts of the world, maybe Asia. Not sure. Uh she fucked a lot, so there's, and he looks like Fidel Castro, so I choose to believe it. Ugh. There's no proof he's Trudeau's son, the other Trudeau. Uh, anyway, thank you so much <laughs> for joining
0: us. We got a little off the rails.
1: Yeah. Uh, I am. My name is Brace Belden.
0: Oh, nice. I'm Liz.
1: Our producer is Young Chomsky.
0: This has been True and On
1: the Up yep Files.